My mother gave parties, or they were soirees, cheap, shoddy soirees, and only gentlemen attended, though her maid served the drinks. I was three, or maybe just four. The maid bathed me angrily and washed my hair, getting soap in my eyes and hurting me. I was a nuisance. Sometimes, though, she was gentle in her way. Shushi, the name I called her, probably remembered wrongly. When gentle, Shushi would smother me to her bosom, cradle me, saying that I was a poor child, a poor neglected child. My mother, in moments of what she herself called tenderness, did something similar, but she touched less. She would put me back and stare at me, murmuring, "So pretty, what a pretty little boy!" So the poor child, the pretty little boy, learned early, as do we all, his nature and his names. We'd lived before in a crumbling tenement. And been saved from it to live in this other crumbling tenement, whose greenish walls decayed down into a river, which presumably was the Nile, or some offshoot of it. I had played in the mud sometimes with Arab children who found me unwholesome, too pale, and slow to learn. They jeer at, beat, or trick me. Now and then they drove me off completely, and I lurked at the corners, watching them. Their dirty, vibrant, solid world looked good to me, but I was already better fed, and I stank of being occasionally bathed. Miriam, my mother, always tried to stop me playing with Arab boys. Shushi, therefore, did the same, but mostly they didn't like me in the way. I spent a lot of time in my own room, which was narrow and damp. A tutor came at irregular intervals. Rather than teach me anything, he told me stories of his life, but I had no complaints. Everything different was of interest to me. Tonight's party or soirée, for which I was being bathed, was apparently important. I was taken out of my room for important ones. I would make a brief appearance or longer if the guests showed approval, but my character often changed. I wasn't always Miriam's son. But sometimes the son of her sister, or an orphan boy she'd seen and bought with French banknotes from his destitute parents. Miriam came into my room at sunset when the mystic cry was going up from the prayer towers. She wore a beaded coppery dress over her satiny amber skin. Miriam had a tendency to fat. She would eat nothing but sweetmeats if left to herself, and she liked cocktails too. At other times, she starved, taking only water. The general effect was voluptuous, very attractive and honeyed for certain men. She had a hooked nose, black eyes, black hair thickly curled, a salamander. Yes, that fits. How lovely," she said, looking at me. "Judas, you're a little doll of a boy. Yes, you are, made all of lacum." Then frowning, what's that on his cheek? A scratch," said Shushi. "Powder over it. Powder his face. You careless boy." He fell," said Shushi laconically. Actually, she had caught my cheek with the comb. She was always rough, even in her gentle hugs and rockings.
which made one seasick. Never mind, said Miriam, dismissing not the scratch but my discomfort. She stood looking at the rubber-red sun sinking behind moody water, dim domes, and cut-paper fronded palm trees. This marvelous view, for which a tourist might have committed murder, we rarely appreciated. She gulped her current cocktail down and burped, an indulgence allowed only before us. Your dress is creased, she said to Shushi. Didn't you iron it? Oh, yes, lied Shushi, who only ironed her hair.